This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Here we are, another week, another podcast from Relish, a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. It's April, the school holidays have started, Easter is around the corner, and we're all still here. This week, something different. As many have a rest and I have a holiday, I thought it might be nice to look back at the year or so that was, as strange as it's been, in a little bit of a best of relish. So how do we work out the best? Well, it's impossible to say. I've had the privilege of speaking to plenty of hardworking, innovative and entertaining people for the last year or so. So I've gone with the inspirational and the downright fun. Inspirational is Matt McCoddle. He's the owner of the now 16-year-old Barleridna, a gorgeous Spanish and Portuguese tapas bar in the CBD that has been welcoming Melburnians for so long now with a big Iberian hug. And the fun? Well, it's my good mate Stephen Quartermain, who faced five questions for a food lover last year. And believe me, as much as the man loves red wine, he really loves food. And then for this week, let's continue with the best of. This week in food, there'll be the best of. Some of my favourites across a few different categories. All that is still to come on Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music 3MP. At Easy Music 3MP, you can relax with all your favourites. And favorites. Thirteen seventy seven AM and stereo DAB. Melbourne's Easy Music 3MP. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relish. Well, as I said, it's a bit of a best of this week, but best is tough when you've spoken to so many brilliant operators over the last year or so. I've picked one, though. As Barlarinha turns 16, let's listen again to chef and owner Matt McConnell, who I spoke to last August about how he handled the first 18 months of the pandemic, how quickly they pivoted, and also how much he's looking forward to what might be coming to Melbourne. He's such a respected figure in the hospitality industry because he's a great operator, but more so he's a great bloke. I started by asking him if there are any words that he could use that were safe for radio that would sum up the last year and a half for him. Oh, geez, it's, um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I, was about, I was about to repeat that we can say on radio. I mean, yeah. it's been it's been, you know clearly an unusual, uh, weird experience for all of us. Um, How quickly, you know, looking back to sort of January, February, March last year, how quickly did you work out at Barlarinia that you were going to have to change the way you do things? Oh, it happened pretty much instantaneous. And we we noticed a big shift in our corporate um, bookings. We're just starting to be the boss up in Sydney was saying no one's allowed to go out have groups of 25s or 30 in our room upstairs and instantly we knew we had to make some pretty fast moves um we didn't know what it was going to be so it was really on top of the emotional side of having to close there was this intense pressure of having to try and um work out a way of uh creating an income but also something that was also true to us you know do you know what i mean it's very very hard you know we'd spent probably from our 10th year to our 15th year just trying to make ourselves relevant in a in a in a modern city when you're an older business you're kind of always trying to 
keep in contact with where things are going in the industry, but also stay true to yourself. And then all of a sudden it went from that to, well, how do we stay in contact with our customers and our, and our customer base? So there's a few things that we tried in that first lockdown. Some of it worked, some of it didn't work, but it set us up for what came later on. And I think when we had that long lockdown, we knew, okay, you stop running the sprint and, and, and it's really focused on the marathon. Um, is it interesting for you, because obviously you guys did some takeaway, you've, you've done the weekend boxes, which are brilliant, but you took a punt on something else, which really I assume could have also opened you up to a whole new clientele in, in the wholesale food that you were doing. Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's, it's, it's really funny because it's a world that isn't really compatible to the restaurant industry because it's quite worlds apart, you know, from putting food into plastic bags that then go get delivered to a customer that you don't see their face and you don't know who they are. And, mm. um, and it's also the other thing as well, of, um, which I didn't realize, and it's, it's all part of this learning curve, was I didn't realize how hard it is to get a product on a supermarket shelf. So there was that element as well. Um, and it was just lucky that, you know, these IGA supermarkets, you know, there's a pretty big name IGA supermarkets who just went, we need to put put a hand up and, and help HOSPO here. And they created space for, for us and for other restaurants to, to actually um, get onto shelves, which, which normally would never, ever happen. So we've been really fortunate to be in that space and really sort of thrive. And it's kept us going, kept us alive. It's kept, you know, all through last year and this year, we've, we've kept it going. We've never shut it down while we've been open. We've just continued to plug away at it, pick up a few few stores here and there. And it's just an ongoing thing. And we are sort of working towards a, um, a product that can go nationally as well. So yeah. that's all in development at the moment. So doing all the, all the proper scientific testing, labeling, and then getting into just distribution circles, which is a whole other world in itself. So um, that's kept us quite quite busy and kept you know um, our staff in employment so that's and, and kept us in the game because all I've ever wanted to do was um, if we can be there at the end of this and still be standing you know we've got a great opportunity to to keep Ballerina going and thriving for hopefully another 15 years. If we can be there at the end. Thank goodness they are and they're still going strong. You're listening to Matt McConnell from the city's Barler and you're on this best of episode of Relish. And my chat with Matt will continue after these Easy Music favourites on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish and as school holidays start and we head into the Easter break next week, this is a best of episode. Let's continue with the chat I had with owner and chef from Barlarinia, Matt McConnell. And even back in last August, they'd still managed to welcome people back over different time periods and I asked how that was for him. Look, it was really, um, really encouraging and refreshing to, to, do, to go back to what we actually um, are set up to do. Um, obviously, each time it's under a different type of restriction and regulation um, and you know COVID plans change from each opening and closing um, so it's really a matter of just speaking to our people our customers and just saying this is what we've got this is what we can do let's have fun while we do it um, and it's it's it is tricky and it's it's quite demanding on staff to have to adjust and modify each each time um, there is a change but the positivity that you get from customers who um, they love our weekend boxes. They love um, opening up their box at home and yeah. cooking at home. But what people, what we all love more than anything else is going out. And, and Ballerina is based on a dream and, and an idea of being 
you know, drifting through somewhere in the Mediterranean. You could be anywhere you wanted to be and, and you're out and it's fun and there's laughter and um, you can have a drink and all of these things are, is what everybody misses. So um, you really find when there's a reopening, there's just this incredible burst of reservations, which you can never quite fill them all, which is really, really disappointing but at least we get to see people and, and give them a good time because that's what everyone really wants and that's what hospitality is also about. Well I can't help thinking too it is a special place Bar Larinho. It it's really unique in its atmosphere and I know people who have no qualms about heading in there for a bite on their own I think specifically of John Burns you must have people who really come in as much to see you and your staff as to eat when when we come out of those lockdowns. Yeah look there's a lot of people that come here they're pretty much part of the part of the fabric and the family in our community so it's it's really great seeing them and they've all got you know such generosity when they come in um and can really go for it and that's the other thing with the boxes as well which we found it's like why why is everyone doing a box for two for there's all these people who are doing it really hard at home alone and we've always looked after people at the bar on their own so why aren't we doing a half box so that they can have that experience as well and that was one thing that we had overlooked and as soon as we did it was it was you know we're selling twice as many boxes because it, it was you know quite common for people to to come to ballerina on their own they've got like a spare time they can have a drink they feel comfortable relax have something to eat um and so it was been great to be able to put that in a box to, to people who are at home alone. And I can't tell you the amount of people who asked me who was doing that. You always came to mind first. Matt, just to finish up, what are your hopes for Melbourne, for the CBD and, and for your industry in the city come this time next year? Yeah, I think, um, you know, we're a long way from being out of this. So I think the the amount of effort that um, Melbourne Melbourne City Council has put, has put into the CBD in the in the times that we have been open has been really tremendous. They've created great um, festivals. Um, they've done everything that they possibly can to 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 make the city accessible and fun and enjoyable. Um, and yeah, we can talk about what it was like before COVID, but there's no point going back to that point. It's all about just looking forward um, to having those moments when we can go out and enjoy ourselves. Um, it's coming up to spring, so it's going to be, um, you know, I, I see it as a, as a, well, I see spring as a really positive time to sort of jump out the door and go out and have fun and um, be a part of the city. Yeah, it's different, but it's still going to be great. Oh, you know, we talk about a new normal. It'll be a new fabulous for Melbourne. Matt McConnell from Barlarinia, it is always a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you for your time. And we will implore people to head to barlarinia.com.au to check out those fabulous weekend boxes or to book their next visit, which won't be too long at all. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Kate. Matt McConnell there. Stick around coming up. Speaking of best of, one of the best blokes I know, Stephen Quartermain, last year faced five questions for a food lover. So how did he go? You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music, 3MP. For lovers of easy music, it all adds up. DAB Plus is the innovation to your favourite station, Easy Music 3MP, where the music is nearer and clearer in stereo right across Melbourne. There is more 3MP to love by upgrading your radio to DAB Plus. Change the way you listen to 3MP. There is more to love on DAB+. Find out more at 3mp.com.au.
Easy Music 3 MP, you're listening to this best of episode of Relish and one of the best blokes I know is 10 News' Stephen Quartermain. And what I've gotten to know about him over the last five years or so is that he loves food and he really loves wine. So he was a perfect subject way back last March for five questions for a food lover. I opened by proclaiming basically he was an all-round glutton. So did he agree? Uh, How can I argue with that? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get into it. Five questions, not much time. Number one, what's the one thing no one can ever force you to eat again? Oh, brains. Brains. So you have done it. I've done it. There's nothing I I don't think I haven't eaten. Uh, It'll be brains and snails. I'm sorry. I know some people love snails, but I just can't think. I just think of the ones that are crawling around the garden and I can't do them again either. Yeah, fair enough. I think if you did brains in garlic and butter like they did snails, I'd probably give it a crack. Hey, we'll go the other way then. What's your death row dish? Oh, it'd be a a 28-course degustation. (laughs) You are such a cheat. (laughs) That's not a dish. It'd be it'd be a buffet. Oh, my goodness. I'm not even going to try with you. Okay, we're making it a buffet for you. I can't wait to uh, see okay, which... Okay, look, I'd start... Can I make... Can I make I'll do two. Okay. I'll start with cold seafood selection yeah. and then a dirty, big, medium-rare steak. All right, beautiful. Char-grilled. Make it rare and I'm with you. Um, yeah. I reckon I know the answer to this and I shouldn't be presumptuous. Wine bar or pub and why? Pub. Oh... Does that oh, shock you? Yes. No, pub, because it's just, it's the traditional Australian thing to do. Hey, here's a, here's a tip. You can get wine at a pub, you know. All right. I'm just saying, what if I had have said, okay, wait, what if I said Barolo or beer? Barolo. I was just checking you were still there, quarters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. I feel better now. I, I'm going to change it up. What's the best meal you bought online in lockdown? Oh, I'm going to offend a whole lot of people if I name one, but I've got to say the star of the show for me was Movida. Yes, and you're saying that because it was three days' worth of food, aren't you? Correct. You are uh, overdoing it again. All right, all right, here we go. I feel like I know the answer to this too, but I'm, I'm bound to be disappointed. You can go to one country tomorrow to eat for a week. What is it? Oh, can I spend four days in Italy and three days in France? Gee whiz, yes, you can, and neither of those are Japan. No, Japan's right up there too. But I I got this question with notice, Kate, and and, uh, when I thought about it long and hard, Italy and France would be my two. Stephen Quartermain, your dedication to consumption is an inspiration to the rest of us. Thank you for joining me. And you know what? I'll keep on trying. There he is, the only man I know of whose death row dish is a 28-course degustation. He'd be begging for the chair after that. Stephen Quartermain from 10 News proves he is indeed a lover of food. Stick around, coming up, the best of this week in food. My take on some of this city's bests, plural. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel on Easy Music 3MP. This is the Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson. Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to this best of edition of Relish. So I figured this week in food, we could compile some of the city's bests. It's a tough call, 
but I'll give it a shot. First, where was my best meal in the last six months or so? Well, that is a tough call, but I honestly can say it was a meal I had recently at Nomad, the newish Melbourne outpost of a highly successful Sydney restaurant. Nomad took over the spot that for many years housed Ezards. So they were very big shoes to fill, but fill them they have. I had no real expectations here, which was probably a good thing. But it was one of the more unique menus that I've seen and it translated to some of the more unique dishes I've tried in a long time. It's all about the open flame cooking there and the best dishes for us on the night. There were some phenomenal smoked mussels that came on a garlicky tum, which is like a dip, with a hash brown. Or there was, for our main, we didn't go meat, a shallot tartare tan with fenugreek, sherry caramel and goat's curd. I honestly still dream about that meal. You can Check it out, nomad.melbourne. For some authentic Asian eats in a good central location, give Thai Town at QV a go. It's a really fun interior. It's designed to sort of feel like those street food cultures of Bangkok, Phuket and Chiang Mai in Thailand. You might want to go with a group because while the dishes are great value, lots of them are also really big. So I wanted to try more than we could possibly have eaten between the two of us. Uh, some things to try, the som tum or the papaya salad, um, also the northern style Thai sausage and the grilled marinated pork neck. It's a good, big, fun menu. There's lots to do. See the menu, thaitownqv.com.au. If we're talking best bang for buck, I still quite love James in South Melbourne, so in Clarendon Street there. They have some brilliant creative dishes with a bit of an Asian bend and my favourite type of menu because there's lots of fabulous snacks so you can order lots of little things and they never disappoint, which sometimes those bigger dishes do. Do not miss the potato cake with vinegar salt and black garlic mayo. Sounds simple. I promise you it's amazing. JamesSouthMelbourne.com. And I did want to come up with the best bar, but gee, it's hard. There are so many options right now and there have been so many opening and sometimes the best bar in Melbourne is just the one you can actually get a seat at. So here's a few to check out, starting with Yarra Botanicals, which just opened on the river, that floating two-storey one, her rooftop on Lonsdale Street, a basement bar on Flinders Lane called Desu, D-E-S-S-O-U-S, and maybe Peter Gunn's new bar, March Melbourne, in Smith Street for its snacks list that is just as good as the drinks list. And that's it for this week. Thank you for indulging me in a bit of a best of edition. This has been the Relish Podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel. Listen in next Saturday at 8am. You can find the next podcast at the 3MP website, or you can just download the 3MP app. Easy music, 3MP.